Hi, I'm Janelle. And I'm Monique. And welcome to Is Marriage Worth It? We are just two single chicks, girls, women. Anything but females. Trying to figure out what marriage is like and is it worth it? I'm assuming the best place to get the answers is from married people. Maybe engaged people, newlyweds, and even other singles. Each episode, we will have a guest answering different questions we have or that you may have about marriage. Join us as we try to figure out, is marriage worth it? And if it is, I wonder if my future husband or yours is listening right now. Hi, I'm Monique. And I'm Janelle. And welcome to another episode of Is Marriage Worth It? So our guest today is Chrissy. And the way that she is a guest, my sister, I guess she stays on Twitter. She found (laughs) one of um, Chrissy's tweets, sent it to the DMs and was like, hey, she sounds interesting. So I slid into Chrissy's DMs and was just (laughs) like, hey, being a wedding planner sounds interesting. So would you mind being our podcast? And she said yes. So thank you so much for agreeing to be on the podcast. Of course. Thank you guys for having me. I appreciate it. All right. So to kick things off, just tell us a little bit about yourself. Um, I am, how old am I now? 37? Um, <laughs> 37. I live in Atlanta. Um, I have two kiddos uh, and uh, I have been doing, been in the event planning business uh, for 13 years. Yep. This is year 13. Um, and yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm just... Uh, you know, Twitter is a, is a new world for me in the last couple of years, but um, it's okay. been pretty cool because I've been able to uh, share some different experiences that people seem to uh, to seem to like. So, um, yeah. All righty. So what is your marital status? Um, so I so on paper, I'm single. Right. That's how it's supposed to work. Right. You're single. <laughs> until you're married. Um, but I am in a relationship. Um, yeah. So I'm in a relationship for a little over a year now um and oddly enough we met on twitter so okay all right so you gotta explain a little bit more i think it's the first time we've had somebody actually like legit meet on twitter yeah yeah um so originally when i got on twitter it was during covid so like Mm -hmm. you know everybody bored at home and like um one of my uh really good friends he was like you should get on twitter you know it's funny blah 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 and he was telling me you know all the stuff that you see on Instagram, typically started on Twitter first, you know, so I'm like, mm-hmm. okay, fine, fair enough. Um, so I got on there and, um, you know, I mean, it, 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 you know, it was consuming, right? Because of course it's during COVID. So, you know, it's either Netflix or Twitter. Um, <laughs> uh, <laughs> and it has grown a lot more than I uh, anticipated or maybe even wanted. Um, <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, so we, so oddly enough, I had saw some pictures of him. We started following each other like pretty, I, I think like really once, maybe a month or so after I was on Twitter um, and I saw some pictures and I just thought he was, you know, I was like, it's kind of good looking. Um, and I remember asking my friend, I'm like, hey, you know, have you ever heard him in any kind of Twitter stuff or, you know, because it could get messy, yeah. right? Uh-huh. You know what I mean? It's, 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 yeah. So it could get messy so i was like you know have you ever heard him into in stuff and he's like no i don't think so and so i just kind of left it at that like i didn't think anything of it and then i had tweeted something in like months late this is like maybe a couple months later after i tweeted something he happened to slide in my dm and i was like well 
<laughs> um so yeah so he slid in my dm and we started talking and i think we started talking and probably within a month he came out and drove out to uh to uh see me and we went on a date and, um you know here we are a year and some change later which is you know crazy because i never in a million years would have thought but um yeah here we are i love that for you <laughs> Because I would never it be so work. brave. It can work. It can work. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it can work, I guess. So, so yeah. how far, like, how far was he? So he is, I think it's like an eight, nine hour drive. So um, it is a drive. Yeah. Yeah. So he's in the Midwest. And so, um, yeah. So he, you know, he drove down here. And I think I was impressed by that. Right. Because, you know, we live in a day and age where like people can't even, you know, men that you can talk to won't even make plans that live down the street from you right mm-hmm. um so i was impressed by like oh wow like he actually came um and honestly i think we both kind of said like after that first date we kind of knew like no i think this is yeah like this is this is gonna be a good match i think um yeah typically not my typical thing like i definitely have never been on a first date before and been like this this is the one type thing um uh, mm-hmm. never um but it was just something i think i felt comfortable and uh, a, a different type of uh peace um and calm when i was around him and so that was uh something that that i needed at the time for sure wow so before you started talking to him how long were you single Ooh, uh it had been some years. It had been a few okay. years. Yeah, it had been a few years. Um, I had, you know, I, I went through like the, you know, you go through that whole like breakup thing and then you do the whole healing stage, you know, as mm-hmm. people should do. Um, and I did that. And, um, you know, I think at the time I was ready. Right. And so it just kind of, you know, it just happened um, the way that it did because I think I was, you know, being single is it has its perks, right? Like, I mean, you know, it has its perks in terms of just, you know, you come and go as you please, you do what you want to do, you know, whatever. Um, But I think for me, I didn't, once we kind of met and started talking, I didn't know that uh, I wanted to not be with him. Mm. So, yeah. Okay. I'm still, I'm still just blown that y'all actually met on Twitter. I'm sorry. I'm going to yeah, be stuck I, there for a while. People are always like, wait, what? Yeah, I get that a lot. People are like, what? Like, really? I'm like, I, trust me, it was, it was not my, it was never in my plan. Never, ever, ever my plan. So, but you know, here we are. I think it's more like meeting someone that that's actually happened to, because I've heard of these stories and right. like great relationships that are built off of social media platforms. Right. Um, it's the whole sliding into the DMs thing for me, because I am very much anti in my DMs. corner. Correct. Correct. I, and, and that's All of my thing. socials I are on too. private. Right. Right. So, and, and usually I am too. So like that was the thing. It was like, any other like DM and stuff I would get, I'd be like, eh, 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 you know, whatever. Um, and I think it just so happened to be since it just so like I had just, I mean, I had asked about him a couple months ago. I just was like, nah, he's good looking. It's probably a bunch of girls that like him. And I ain't got time for all that. Like, you know, that was kind of my thing. I was like, I don't have time to be chasing nobody or sliding in his DM. And oddly enough, so I always look at it like it was definitely some type of uh, fate or something. Cause, mm-hmm. um, yeah. 
So how often do you guys see each other? Um, so we try to do a, at least, a you know, once a month situation. Sometimes mm-hmm. it's, you know, it's a little harder, um, with schedules and things like that because we both work quite a bit. Um, but you know, any, any time that we get to see each other is, is, you know, we make the time. It's good. Whether it's me going there, him coming here, you know, so. How did you introduce him or have you introduced him to family, friends? <laughs> Um, so it's been more like talk about, right? Because we haven't like, I mean, our families, you know what I mean? Know about like, they know about, you know, him or, you know, and vice versa. So, um, we haven't gotten to the meeting every, you know, everybody meeting and introducing yet, but everybody's pretty, you know, is, is aware. So, uh, yeah, so that's supposed to be uh, coming soon. Um, as far as that, because everybody lives kind of in different areas. Like my family's in California. He has family in, you know, other uh, Midwest cities. And so everybody's kind of like all over the place. Mm-hmm. Oh, OK. So, yeah. And then I'm in Atlanta. You know what I mean? So it's just yeah. it's, it's more of that than anything. Just logistics. logistics. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yep. <laughs> and your children? So kids know. Yeah. The, the kiddos know we have a nice uh, Brady bunch of uh, uh going on so every you know they all know and um the plan is for um them to relocate here to atlanta next year so fun yeah okay <laughs> well we're always rooting for you so let us thank know. you I appreciate it. <laughs> all right so we're going to go into your is that your main job event planning wedding planning no so my actual job i'm in uh, like hr recruiting and talent acquisition so that's my main job i fell so into we need to talk planning. offline okay gotcha. <laughs> <laughs> yeah i got into wedding planning planning a friend's wedding years ago mm-hmm. um a friend that uh, i went to high school with and uh she was getting married and you know we she'd pick bridesmaids and all that all you know girls that we went to school with and um she was kind of like, you know, Crystal's the organized one. Um, so let's, you know, can you help me plan it? And so, um, yeah, so I did, you know, I helped with that situation. And then after that, it was kind of like I had more friends who would inquire and um, and really I built the business off of referrals. Um, I didn't even, I didn't even have, at one point in time I had like an Instagram, but even now, like I don't have an Instagram, like I don't, it's just literally word of mouth. Mm-hmm. Um based on what people see. Um, because I think at one point, like in 2016, I did 26 weddings that year. Ooh. And that was a really, yeah. <clears throat> and that was just weddings. So that wasn't it's a even- part-time? Um, yeah. And so and I was working a full-time job. And so it had gotten to the point where every other weekend I was, you know, yeah. what I, mean? I was doing a wedding and then, and then that didn't even count parties or, you know, so it was, I mean, uh, it was a lot. It was a lot. Um, I took on way more than I think that I needed to. And so after that, I took like a couple of years off to where I kind of did some stuff like sporadically where I did maybe a couple a year mm-hmm. um, and kind of started to ramp back up recently um, with some people who, you know, inquired because same thing, like I, I don't necessarily advertise it. And then, but, you know, sometimes like now when I'll put it on Twitter, people are like, wait, you do that? Like, I think I'm going to need some help, you know? So, mm-hmm. um, yeah, so I kind of I got into it um, that way. So before you agree to like help people with their weddings, do you sit down with the couples beforehand or do you just say, yeah, that's fine. I'll do it. So it's, it has evolved over the years. Um, <laughs> before, I mean, 
like when I first started, I didn't even have contracts. Like I didn't have, you know, I didn't have any mm. of that. Because again, it wasn't my full-time job. So it was right. like, oh yeah, sure, I'll help you, whatever. Yeah, you're still going to pay me, but I'll help. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I'm a Capricorn. I need to, you know, I'm about money. Um, so I, uh, so then once I kind of, kind of got a handle on it or started to do it more routinely, I used to do, so if people said, hey, you know, I want to uh, do a consultation, so I would do consultations. Um, and then I would meet with a couple or meet with just the bride or sometimes just the groom or sometimes the in-laws on very, very, all kinds of situations. Mm-hmm. Um, and typically I will have like a consultation meeting and I call it, um, kind of a, uh, realistic expectations, uh, meeting, because I think there's so many things that people go into from a wedding standpoint that, you know, we live in the world of Pinterest and 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 social media, and so everybody feels like they can have this hundred thousand dollar wedding on a very small budget, <laughs> uh, <laughs> and that's not always the case. So that's why I was called the realistic expectations, um, and I'll kind of get to know the couple. Um, again, like I said, at first I didn't used to, it used to just be strictly the business part of it. Like, Hey, okay. What's the date? This, that, the third, what are you looking for? Blah, blah, blah. Um, because I also started like not pre Pinterest, but it definitely was more of a comprehensive sit down of like what your vision is mm-hmm. versus now people hand me a Pinterest board and say, can you do this? Right. Um, which takes away from the fun of it, I think sometimes because it's just so cookie cutter and like, like I always make the joke that if I did one more, uh, navy blue and blush colored wedding or one more barn wedding um or baby's breath you're laughing like is that your those your wedding colors no but if i would be lying if they weren't on my board (laughs) see my board is very eclectic i have like 17 different color (laughs) it's also private because i'm a little embarrassed (laughs) yeah it just it depends so i i was like if i see one more mason jar baby's breath <laughs> cowboy boots and i don't even like the country <laughs> yeah right <laughs> ladies and i'm like oh how many of these weddings am i gonna do uh because people just see it and don't get me wrong i'm not a country girl but they do look that i mean it's it's a cute look when it's put mm-hmm. together um but you know so it takes away the design part of it like i was a big fan or still am of like david tutera um who's an extremely popular event planner. I mean, the stuff that he does is so amazing. And like, you could say, I want a Barbie themed wedding. And the way that he executes it is just insane. Like, it's not so themey. And because I'm also anti like theme wedding. I, you mm-hmm. know, I hate to tell people that. I mean, I'll do them, but <laughs> I hate theme weddings. Like, I'm just like, are you going to like that 20 years from now? Like, you know what I mean? Are you like, right. oh, I want a Halloween wedding. And I'm like, you sure? Um, <laughs> I like Halloween too, but are you are you ready? I'm like, all right. Um, but yeah, so usually I kind of sit down with them and do that. And in that process is when I kind of learn a lot about the couple. Um, <laughs> a lot about the couple. <laughs> yeah, sometimes too much, sometimes not enough. And either way, it's scary. Um, yeah, so that's kind of, Yeah. it's a lot so with that oh for those that are listening the tweet that um my sister had sent me it says as much as i love love 
I can tell you in 13 years of being a wedding planner, you would be surprised how many people I can tell and know are not compatible. And I have no clue how that got as far as getting engaged. Real important combos are being missed. So mm-hmm. what in what important combos to you are being missed by these couples? So first, the thing is, in planning a wedding, you get to kind of really get a chance of like a good overview of what your marriage is going to look like in terms of things that you're going to have to face, right? Mm-hmm. There's adversity when things don't go right. There's finances, there's family, there's friends, there's, you know, sometimes there's children involved or, um, you know, there's... Uh, and then there's tons of communication that has to happen between the bride and the groom, right? Like during mm-hmm. this process. Um, and so there are so many common themes in like what happens at a lot of these weddings. Like I don't, it's very few weddings that I've ever been, that I've ever been a part of where there wasn't a bridesmaid or a groomsman that was lost um, in the process, like fallouts for between friends. I mean, that happens so common. It's crazy. Or being in somebody's wedding and they don't even talk to each other anymore after that, like, I have that. I mean, just that's just the outside part, but the actual wedding in the couple, a lot of couples don't talk about finances. Um, you know, I've had a lot of couples coming where the bride's like, oh, you know, our budget is, you know, sixty thousand and the groom's like, it's like twenty. Um <laughs> what's well, like, the difference? <laughs> yeah, I'm like, where did we go? Like, did we talk about this beforehand? Um, even little things down to like venues and like choice and and, um, you know, where somebody wants to get married, indoor versus outdoor. I mean, I've had uh, brides that didn't uh, know, like, the, gro- the groom's favorite color. And I'm like, how do you not? Like, that? that's the one thing that's always, like, the running joke about, um, I don't want to have to learn somebody's favorite color all over. You know what I mean? Like, that. that's the running joke. Like, where you're getting married to somebody, you don't even know what their favorite color is, where I'm like, okay, well, you're a groom, you know, if we're doing, like, a groom's cake or something, and they're like, I'm like, you know, what's the, what are their favorite teams? What do they like? And they're like, well, I don't really, I don't know what he would like. And I'm like, what do you mean you don't know what he would like? <laughs> um, you know, like, you know, like, does he have a good football team that he likes? Or, you know, like, um, finances is probably the, is probably one of the biggest ones. Um, also as a wedding coordinator, especially when you're doing like full service, because there's different, you know, obviously there's, I could do day of, I could do a couple weeks before just to make sure it ducks in a row and then I could do full, like from start to finish. Um, and so when they, when you're at that start to finish process, I mean, sometimes I'm with that couple technically for a year or more or longer. Mm-hmm. So I'm getting to see a lot of these different like conversations or miscommunications or, you know, Hey, did you, you know, I'm, we already paid for the cake or no, we didn't pay for the cake or, you know, and I'm like, how do you, like, what are you, what conversations are being had when you're at home? Mm-hmm. Um, you know, like I always kind of encourage couples to do like a little sit down and a checklist. Like I used to literally just print out the not.com. They literally have a checklist based yeah. on the length of time, you know, from when you're getting married to tell you everything that you need to do. Right. So to me, those are talking points mm-hmm. um, that you need to talk about. But a lot of people are getting, a lot of people get married for the wrong reasons where like the, the families are more involved than the couple. Um, and sometimes it's just because a couple never wanted a wedding, right? Like they wanted mm-hmm. to did elope and call it the day. So that I understand, but there are times where you can, um, there'll be grooms that won't, I, for a whole six, seven, eight months haven't seen until almost wedding day because they have absolutely like no interest in helping plan. Um, very much so just, I want to show up. Um, 
Well, I do too. I'm not trying to plan this by myself. Right, 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 right. Like they don't want to have any, you know what I mean? They're not at cake tastings. They're not at food tastings. They're not at any of that stuff. And not because, you know, they have some crazy job and they work all these hours and no, they just don't want to necessarily be um, that involved. And I mean, I've seen it for brides and grooms. I probably see it for grooms more. Um, and I think a lot of the conversations around just not just the the wedding itself, but the aftermath of it and like I said, the budgeting of it. Like I've had a couple literally go into almost debt and couldn't even get a house after they got married. And I and I just like how, again, like where are these com- like why are these conversations priorities. Not at? right? Like where are your priorities? And then I'm thinking like, you know, and then even values in terms of I've had very, very devout Catholic um, you know, brides or grooms and like, you know, they somebody else is the opposite or a different religion. Um and they won't um I, you know, I don't really want to do this in the ceremony. I've had, you know, grooms or that didn't want to jump the broom and, you know, the the bride did just, just, I mean, just these little tiny things that I'm like, how do you get here and decide, like, how do we get to you reaching out to me for us to decide all of this stuff and these little things? I mean, in these, even though it's like, oh, do I want to jump the broom or not? Or do I want to have a Catholic ceremony or not? It seems small, but those are big things. Like these are your values and beliefs, mm-hmm. Right. And, if, and ultimately, you're going of whatever God you serve, you're going in front of God making these vows, right? And so, like, we got to make sure we're on the same playing field when it comes to our faith. And even if we don't have the same, you know, don't have the same faith, like, how we incorporate these things into our lives, because now you're spending the rest of your lives with each other. Um, and possibly bringing children into this. Right, right. You know what I mean? It's, I've had, I've had, I've literally also had couples argue in front of me about kids and when to have kids. Um I've had a I've had a groom be adamant about not wanting kids until like five years, and the bride literally found out she was pregnant two weeks before the wedding. Um, Did they make it? They're divorced. Mm. Um, probably. And to be honest with you, so that's the only reason why I had kept a Facebook is because a lot of my old clients are you know are on there. Mm-hmm. I probably honestly it's a fifty fifty split on people that are still together. Like, so that 50% ending in divorce thing is, is a real life because literally it's a 50, 50 split on couples that are still together. And the ones that aren't together, I knew, like, I was like, yep, knew it. Like, and it could just be little things. It could be meddling, uh, meddling in-laws. That's a whole other Mm -hmm. thing. Ooh, we like that one's that you could tell where like the mother-in-law is way too involved in the situation or she's feeling like she's making calling shots and you know, the groom is, is. It, visibly, you know, annoyed by it, and that's probably the the detriment of their, you know, of their relationship later. Um, yeah, I mean, I've, I mean, I always tell people that I could write stories um, about. I could write a book, truly, and I and I really feel like I'm I'm called to do that or something because, um, yeah, I've seen infidelity happen in the midst of planning weddings. I mean. There's just a lot of people who get married for the wrong reason. Like the thing is, in my mind, like if they get to the point of coming to talk to you, I'd assume everything is fine and dandy. Like how? Mm-mm. 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 A lot of it too is, and sometimes you can see it. Like a lot of it is 
um, people feeling like their biological clock is ticking or they're uh, keeping up with, you know, friends and family that are already married. A lot of pressure from parents like, oh, you should get married. And I want grandkids. And, da, da, da. and so, you know, the people get into these relationships and then they like rush the marriage part or women who are rushing it like, oh, I'm not going to be a girlfriend for five or six years. But it's like, yeah, but and that's fine. But in these first one, two, three years, you guys really need to be having the hard conversations. Yeah. Uh, that need to be had if you're going to try to like, you know, rush this process along. But a lot of times you won't see it. I mean, you won't see how people deal with um, different adversity in their relationships. Like I said, going back to finances, I mean, I've had times where a groom or a bride has lost their job or got laid off in the middle of planning a wedding. And now it's, you know, well, I still want my wedding. You know what I mean? It's like, yeah, but he doesn't have a job. So um, or, you know, she doesn't have a job. So you or you know what I mean? Like, so you can't Maybe where's this money coming from? Yeah, right, right. Like, where's the money going to come from? Because let's be very clear, I still have to get paid. <laughs> uh, <laughs> like, at the end of the day, I don't at care. At the end of the day, me and everybody I is trying to get paid. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I need that. And it's clear. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So, you know, and it's just a lot. Of, I think a lot of people are in the honeymoon stage um, or what they think is a honeymoon stage. And so they just don't have those conversations, right? Because everything is good. It's like, okay, everything's good. We enjoy each other. Great. We're going out. We're spending time together. We have fun. We do these date nights. We're on social media. Oh, how much we love each other. And then when they're home, they're not having these hard conversations. Hey, what happens if one of us is to lose our job? Hey, how are we going to um, do joint accounts or separate accounts or you know, um, you know, what about like the kids and raising kids? And sometimes, you know, you have, of course, I've had tons of blended families and stuff like that, too, uh, where that's a thing where there's some tension between stepchildren and the and the new parent and, you know, and incorporating them in the ceremony. And, well, I don't really want to or the kids not really wanted to because, hey, they, they're not really behind the marriage either. Mm-hmm. Um you know, and that's really the reason why they don't want to, because there's usually no reason kids don't want to be involved unless they are have super anxiety um, in, you know, in public or they don't really want, you know, they don't really want you to get married. Um, and so I feel like kids kind of be, they be knowing. Um, yeah, <laughs> like Agreed. they know. Um, and so I just, you know, I just it's unfortunate because. Like I said, as much, like I said in the tweet, as much as I love love. Uh, you know, it's great when it's genuine. Now, I will say on the flip side of that, there's couples that I've had that you can just tell. Like, the love is there, the the companionship is there, the partnership. And those are the couples that I absolutely love. Like, those are the couples that when we finally put it all together, that I'm sitting there at the end and I'm crying and I'm, you know, <laughs> wiping tears away when they're doing their vows because you could feel it and you know mm-hmm. it. You know what I mean? Especially when you have stuff like the groom are calling or the bride are calling and they want to do something really special you know, that they don't want them to know about. And it's a surprise. Like those things are great because I don't, I don't want to say that it's always all bad. Right. Mm-hmm. Cause it's not. Um, but with the good is, I mean, when the good is there, you're like, but you can see it, you can see where the foundation is laid um, or where people are willing to compromise to make their other person happy or, you know, like, Hey, no big deal. You want to do, you know, n- you know, Navy blue and red fine. You know what I mean? Like whatever that's what you want to do, no problem. You know what I mean? Just because um, the love is there, you know. And so I think it's marriage is is a not being married. Obviously, I haven't been you know married yet, but marriage can be a really beautiful thing, you know, when it's done right. 
Mm-hmm. Um, and when it is really thought about and really mapped out and really, hey, how do we face this? And I and I should completely understand sometimes you won't know how to face something until you're actually in it. Mm-hmm. Um, but I do think that sometimes even the hypothetical conversations are probably, you know, okay to have because uh, you never know. Um, life happens and life comes at you quick. And, you know, I just, I just think a lot of people love the idea of marriage without knowing that there's a lot of work um, that goes into it. So by the time they get to me, you know, it's either hit and miss. I'm either like, oh yeah, this couple's great and they belong together and I can see and I can understand and absolutely. And there's couples that have been together 10 years before they got married and then they're divorced in a year and a half because it was, because it was never about them. Mm -hmm. They got married because we've been doing this for 10, might as well, you know what I mean? That's another thing. Right. Instead of, there's probably a reason why you guys were together 10 years before you guys got married. Right. Unless you guys were super young in those situations. I understand like they got together, you know, teenagers, early, real early twenties. Okay. But if you're 30 and you know, you guys got together and you've been together 10, 12, 13 years, and then you're finally getting married. We got to ask her. So, cause usually there's always kids involved. Like mm-hmm. they've always had kids. They have kids at that point and all that. And I'm like, and you guys are just now getting married. So, um, you know, it, it's it's a it's a, f- a very fun industry, but definitely has changed. I wouldn't say changed my views necessarily on marriage, but has definitely shifted my thought process for sure. Okay. I have a question about mm-hmm. the about the ones that don't make it after they do get married. About what's the time span that you see that they've gotten divorced? Less than five years. Mm. Okay. I almost feel like I I feel like a lot of couples like if they could get past that five year mark, they probably could get you know what I mean. They could probably I wouldn't say to say last, but they definitely could get probably figure some stuff out or they figured out how to work out problems and issues. I always felt like the couples that didn't last, there were less than five years. I always felt like those are the ones that I could tell in our meetings. They just didn't have the community, and most of it was communication. There was just a huge breakdown in communication, period. Or people were just very selfish. Mm-hmm. Like I've had very, very selfish brides or grooms that you're like, yeah, you're too selfish to even get married to begin with. Like, it's not all about you. Um, you know, I've, I've got a lot of brides. that's like, it's my day. It's about me. It's about me. And, about, and I'm like, yeah, but like, he's there too. Like, yeah. put a ring on your finger. He's paying for half or all of this wedding or whatever. Like, yeah. You know, if you know, I mean, if the man wants to hear Gucci Mane at the wedding, just let him hear Gucci Mane at the wedding. I don't think that's (laughs) Uh, (laughs) that's not a big request. I'm not asking for colors or plates or anything. I just want Gucci (laughs) Mane. Gucci Mane played at the reception. That's it. You know, but it's you know, so you it it usually doesn't take long to see the the crack in the foundation. Have you ever had a fire a couple? Oh, there's couples that I never, that I didn't take their wedding from the very beginning. Yes. And I definitely have fire couples in the middle of planning. Yes. That's what I had to add to my contract over the years is that I have basically essentially kind of like, I, you know, I can refuse service to anybody type of thing. Mm-hmm. But basically if I felt like if it was a hostile environment or one that, you know, I was being talked to or treated a certain type of way. Absolutely. Or if you get, or if the couple just cannot get it together, like in terms of their communication or I'm, you know, having meetings that, you know, you guys are supposed to be ever doing Zooms that you're not, that you're missing. No. Because you guys don't even have it together. 
Right. And could mm-hmm. I take and can I easily sit there and be like, OK, well, you guys are going to pay me anyway. Sure. But I want to enjoy what I'm doing. Right. Like this is not already it's not a full time job. So it's like I want to enjoy um, the experience and being able to, you know, uh, give them an experience. So, yes, I've definitely fired. Probably at least at this point, at this many years, probably. Well, it's probably at one point I feel like it was at least one a year, at least. Mm. Yeah. And usually it was because of either disrespect. One was because of the mother-in-law. What would she do? She was calling me at all hours of the night. It was oh, 10, 11, 12 not. o'clock at night, texting me. I mean, about the stupidest, craziest things. I want to add hydrangeas into her bouquet. What do you, like, why are you telling, like, why is this Who all are at you? Yeah, like, what do you do? What is going on? Um, Or then, you know, or her wanting certain things. Mind you, she wasn't paying for any of the what. So that was my biggest thing. I'm like, you're not even paying for any of this. <laughs> so like, I don't even know that you have any say so. And I had to tell her like, yo, you don't have any say so in this. Like, I don't work for you. I work for the couple now. If the if now sometimes I have it to where <clears throat> I am hired by the in-laws, but that wasn't the case here. So yeah. I had to tell the bride and groom, I said, look, your mom is like, I gave her a chance. I, you know, I said, hey, you got to talk to your mother. because And it was the groom's mom at that. Um I like you to talk to your mother, like, because I, I'm not, I don't do calls at 10, 11, 12 o'clock. And we're not putting out fires at that time, and, you know, that time of night. Um, and, you know, they supposedly talked to her and, you know, then it was a, once they talked to her, then it was a phone call, her calling herself, trying to cuss me out um, about it. And I said, oh, I said, well, you can absolutely positively find a new uh, wedding planner for your son and uh, daughter. So, you know, good luck to you. And, you know, here's the money back. I actually, uh, even with deposits, like I used to hold them mm-hmm. um, just in case for that reason. So that way I can just go and give it straight back. Clean break. Yeah, it's a clean break. I don't have to worry about, oh, now I got to get you your money back. Nope. Um, um, and then, you know, over the years too, the same thing. Now I would refuse and then I was able to keep half of the deposit. Mm-hmm. Okay. Have you ever put in your two cents with couples when you realize that they're not compatible? No. Um, Is there a couple you wish you had? Yes. What happened? <laughs> Just like what happened? I'm nosy. Um, right? <laughs> so I. Okay, so this one was a hard. Oh, this, oh, this is horrible. So the reason why I want to put in my two cents is because the bride to be was cheating, and you knew with who he came to a meeting. I never knew who he was. I would okay. so it would be weird because she kept having phone calls. Because I've actually had a groom that was cheating with the bridesmaid too. So that's another story. Um, <clears throat> um, I. Kept, she kept getting phone calls, like, when she'd be out, and it would be like, you know, you could tell when a woman's talking to a man that she's, you know, attracted to, likes, whatever, but it wasn't her husband, right? And so, like, I, and I could tell because she would never get off the phone and say, oh, you know, I love you, blah, 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 and then there was a couple times where he was at a meet, where I think one time we were at the cake tasting, and one time I think we were at the, I think it was, like, the final, I think it was the final walkthrough of the venue. He called. The groom's there. So she's like, oh, I'll be right back. I have to take this. So we were done wrapping up. I go to the bathroom. She's in the bathroom. I, I told you I'm at the, I, did, 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 did. like, and I'm just like, I'm looking like, wait a minute. And then it's a man's voice. 
nice. And I'm like, and then she's like, I know, I love you too. And, you know, I'll, I'll just, I'll, I'll have to call you when I'm not around it. What? And I'm like, this is something not right. So she was even hiding it. He knew. She knew. And he knew. He knew she was getting married too from the sounds of some of the kids. So this is like three or four conversations I heard. Like I said, two where he, the groom wasn't around, two where he was. And each time she would keep, she would like leave. And he just seemed so oblivious to it. Like, I, you know, I'm like, well, who has to leave and take a phone call? You know what I mean? Like very, yeah. very rarely do you have to walk away and take a call, right? Unless it's something <laughs> super important. Um, and it was weird because he would never ask her like, oh, who are you on the phone with? Like, it was never that. Like, it, it, I, he was so trusting or something. And I, and I, and he, but the problem was he was such a nice guy. Mm-hmm. Like, that's what I think broke my heart because he was so nice and he was so sweet. And we get to the wedding day and he has these wedding vows that were just, so, I mean, I'm crying. Right. Like, and I'm like, they were, oh God, they were so sweet. And the whole time I just kept looking at her like, wow. Like what is going on through with it? Are they still together? That that I don't know. I've tried to look for them a couple different times on social media. um, Because like I said, he was such a nice guy. Like he was, Mm -hmm. So anything that she wanted, he was like, oh yeah, it's okay. No problem. I mean, he was there every, you know what I mean? For the most part at every meeting, um, he was really a trooper. I mean, he was sitting there helping do bouquets, with, you know, like the, for the brides. I mean, he was, man, he was a really good guy. I hope, oh. pray that I just, I, I think I, sometimes I wish I would have just like slid him a little note or something or like put it in like, but at the same time, like, you know, you look at situations like that. And once people get to that point, a lot of the times they're too far gone to even call it off. Oh. Right. Because um, at this point now you have friends and family and all these people involved. And so mm-hmm. a lot of people have to save face. And so I think people get to that point in the planning process where like, once we said we're engaged, once we actually start planning, once we're actually picking out bridesmaids and groomsmen and all that and setting venues and put deposits down, people don't want to go back. Right. Because you're too busy trying to save face um, in the relationship. Mm-hmm. But I just pray that he, I, I pray that, you know, either she got it together or that he found somebody else. Dang. That was probably the only time that I wish I would have. Uh, uh, any other time, I'm like, let's see how this is. Yeah, I'm like, this, yeah, I'm like, I don't know what goes on behind closed doors. Like, I just know what I see when you guys are in public. And if y'all act like that in public, then I can only imagine. But at the same time, it's not for me to, I, you know, Unless somebody asked me, hey, what do you think? Nope. <laughs> Keep it to myself. Like, <laughs> Out of my job description. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, nope, it's, it's above me now. Um, yeah. Dang, now I got to try to find him again. <laughs> I'm like, I hope, man. I hope, I hope. What's the wildest thing you've witnessed at a wedding? Oof. Definitely, it was the groom and the bridesmaid. Please tell the groom and the bride. The the yeah, the the bride and I mean the uh, the groom and the bridesmaid um, at the reception <gasps> during like a little down period in a room together. See, <clears throat> in a room together, and her coming out looking disheveled. So, 
And mind you, the bridesmaid was a friend of hers from like college. No, did she get her ass beat? I don't. Know. She deserves to, but yeah. Hey, correct. Okay. So both of them do. So <laughs> I don't know. I have, okay. So I now I have questions, but I'm not sure if you're the right person for it. Um, <laughs> because it's like. So I saw this Reddit post and they were like a similar scenario like this where um, evidence of cheating on the groom side happened. And I think the bride like collected all this stuff and presented it at the ceremony. But because they had signed the wedding, the marriage certificate, oh, they and had, it had they been witnessed they had to get an annulment like the mm-hmm. the officiant wouldn't let them just like mm-hmm. tear up the form so he filed it but they like immediately was like annulment please yikes so and i'm always thinking the I'm like, ceremony is crazy right yikes yeah it was Ooh. a ceremony because the next part was like oh yeah and then they went to the reception and some of his side still went to the reception. Everything at that point, you know, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. For it. So yeah, correct. It's a hundred dollars a plate. So here we are. Absolutely. Right. But like his family was like wanted to beat his ass. Like they were not happy with him at all. And I don't think he showed yeah, up. Yeah, because then you thing. got us out here looking crazy. We, you know, at this and that. So this is my biggest thing. I always think about this part too because I'm like now. Nah, Weddings, even attending a wedding is expensive. If you especially yes. if it's out of state. Because now you're paying for hotels, you're paying for plane tickets, you're paying for outfits, you pay if it's you and your plus one and you bring in family, whatever, you be you're feeding yourself outside of the wedding. Like right. it all adds up. Right. So I'm like, you have all these people that are that's my I think that's my biggest issue is like you have all these people that are here for you. Mm-hmm. If you, you don't want to do this, don't. Mm-hmm. Like and you need to let people know before they hop on planes and trains and automobiles to get there. Like, and it's okay. Of course, I think I think that the public shame is what people don't want. Like, they don't want that feeling of either, even if there's no infidelity involved. Like, I don't think I want to do this. And there are some couples that I have had in the in the, in the beginning process where, like, you know, we do a consultation, and then it turns out that um, they don't want to get married, so that you know, so they don't. So fair enough. Um, and so we, you know, and it, you don't talk any further and that's fine. Um, but I just feel like it's just so selfish to do and have other people involved. Like if you don't want to do that or if you're not sure, I would much rather somebody just elope. So that way, like nobody was really involved anyway. So if mm-hmm. you guys don't elope, no big deal. Um, but it's such a selfish thing. But I think it's like I said, it has everything to do with the shame. Like people don't want to feel that shame. And I'm like, yeah, the shame will sting for a little bit, but at least everybody's not out thousands of dollars. You can walk away from it, not feeling like you have a, this big regret. Cause to me, that's a huge regret. I mean, marrying somebody that you didn't, you shouldn't marry. Mm-hmm. I can't imagine like that would be a huge regret in life. Like you, you know what I mean? So at- <clears throat> Yeah. Uh, oh, also, I think, you know what? So another crazy thing, I saw a um, a fight broke out at the reception. <laughs> Between. It was OK, so apparently because I kind of got the story on the back end. So somebody that was invited to the wedding used to date 
the groom. So it was an ex. Mm. They got invited to the wedding. I don't know why this is a good idea, but she got open bar, right? So um, everything is always heightened at a wedding with open bar. Let's be very clear about that. Everything turns all the way up. (laughs) Um, It is either going to be a great time or it is going to be a great time. Um, <laughs> so, like I've had a groomsman like cut his suit pants that he uh, he rented a suit. He was so drunk he like literally cut them. And I'm like, you got to pay for those. That's it's rented. You rented that. Like so now he cut him into shorts because he was so drunk. Um, <laughs> so every so the ex got drunk. Um, started I guess making comments during the reception. The bride, uh, the bride was from uh, she, uh, Queens. Ooh, yeah. Um, so you know, <laughs> she she New York, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're yeah, real about it. Real, very New York. Very, you know. Um, and her family, her cousins, couple cousins, jumped on the girl as they at should at the reception. I mean, don't do that. I don't condone violence, but also as they should. <laughs> but also, I get it. Don't come to my wedding talking crazy. Um, yeah. And so the, it was a whole, like, it was, because whoever she came with also was in the fight. It was like three of the cousins. It was like five women fighting. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Yeah. So that was the end of that wedding. Um yeah. Went ahead and shut that down. And the costume now, you know, is over. <laughs> yeah, because and here's the worst part about it is that the, uh, that particular wedding we were at. It was a hotel, uh, mm-hmm. a big one. Gosh, I'm trying to remember. It was a Grand Hilton, I think it was. Mm-hmm. So we were at a hotel. You know what I mean? Like this is a nice hotel. Security came, cops came. Time to shut it down. Didn't do no. There's no sparkler exit anymore. There's no you know, waving them off in the car. Um, <laughs> I'm pretty sure that he got a, a pretty good earful um, after. Um, I've had a groomsman be so drunk that he put a hole in the venue's wall. I mean, a huge, I mean, the whole was his whole body. Ooh. He was so drunk that when he got to this, when he was at the, during the ceremony, <laughs> he's you know they're doing a prayer and he's like this like he's like and just falling about to lean over <laughs> about to pass out and i'm just looking like oh my god so at some point i had to get him i'm like no you gotta sit down because you're gonna and the and the, i remember the bride after she was so mad at her husband like so like why did you let him get like that I, it was when i came back they had drank a whole gallon of patrol between the five of them. Oh. They were drunk the entire time getting ready for the wedding. I typically don't necessarily... So I, I typically have to do a lot with the bride specifically to make sure that she's on point because they're always the one... The bride is the one who's always in the late. Mm-hmm. Um, and I don't do that late stuff. Like, I'm I'm like, absolutely not. Like, whatever your hair appointment, if it needs to be at six o'clock, that's the time it needs to be. Like, we don't have time. Like, we starting a wedding an hour, hour and a half late. And culturally, certain cultures, always late. Um hmm and uh, so I didn't really pay too much attention. I thought they were fine, and, that, and he was the ma- he was the uh, best man at that. 
So it was like live and in color. I mean, he was so he was so messed up that by the time the reception came, he was upstairs, like passed out on the couch because he was that drunk. And then that's when we discovered the hole in the wall. And we're like, there's a human sized hole in this wall. <laughs> no. <laughs> then now you have to pay for it at a very popular venue in Atlanta. Um, yeah. So that was fun too. <laughs> annulment because we can't be friends with him and I'm not going to ruin a friendship like that. So annulment. Right. Like now, like now I'm mad now. Yeah. Now we're going to have to. Yeah. So she, I remember her walk at the end of the, she was, whoo, she was cussing her husband out. She was so mad, so mad. And she's like, I can't believe you, you guys, why would you drink that much in the day of the way? I mean, he smelled like for trial, like, oof, it was bad. <sighs> it was bad. Yeah. So those are some fun ones that off the top of my head. I'm sure I have more, but those are, <laughs> those are my most notable ones. Uh, that are that were yeah the fight was a good one yeah the the groom and the the bridesmaid that was they're also but you know what um they are no longer together that i did see they actually just that was recent that they got divorced so they probably that wedding was probably 28 no 2017 ish so that mm-hmm. five-year mark you know gets, yep. it gets a little shaky <laughs> so with all your wedding planning and being a part of that have you ever thought about well first of all is marriage a goal for you yes okay so have you ever thought about your wedding we're eloping oh that's it i don't even want to deal with it um and so and for years I went back and forth at one point in time I was engaged. So, and I had a whole wedding kind of planned out. Um, and that was kind of like my dream wedding. And so for me, I didn't want to, I don't want to put somebody else into a dream wedding that I was planning with somebody else. So that makes mm-hmm. sense. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, to go to the same venue and all that, you know, like, I don't want to, I, I would have loved it. That would have been the wedding that I would absolutely, you know, um, uh, yeah, wanted, but I think I'd rather just kind of elope and then have a big party for our, you know, friends and family, a big barbecue and, you know, like and, and call it the day um, because ultimately the, it's not really about the wedding part is fun and we can still do all the, you know, the, the bridal shower and the bachelorette. We can still do all of that. You know what I mean? All the festivities that go along with it. Um, I just think the amount of money, one, I have a very expensive taste. And so the amount of money that we need to be spent um, to have the wedding that I want to have <laughs> would be, you know, would be a little bit more than what probably what we should spend because my thing is the goal is to buy, you know, to buy a house and, you know, that's the stuff that's more priority, right? Than having this grandiose forty fifty thousand dollar wedding, because um, nowadays you're gonna, sp- yeah, I mean, to have a good size a hundred some odd person wedding, you're probably gonna spend total out of everything. You're probably looking at at least thirty to forty thousand dollars, easy. Um, you can get lucky with some of these venues. Mm-hmm. Uh, the venue that I had found when I wanted to, uh, get, you know, when I was planning to get married before was cheap and it was very all inclusive. But I still probably total would have been out well over probably twenty five ish. But it would have been, you know, but still, you know, what I mean, that's twenty five thousand dollars. That's a lot of money. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I mean, I, I just think eloping is just better. Have a big party. You know, we could do the festivities if we want. I don't necessarily know that I need a bridal shower. Um, 
because it's just like I said, it's so much that goes into it. And then I'm always thinking about other people. So I'm like, mm-hmm. so if my bridesmaids, they got to plan a bridal shower, they got to plan a bachelorette party, they got to be in the wedding, they got to do hair and makeup <clears> and all. You know what I mean? Like this is a lot. It's a lot to mm-hmm. do. You know what I mean? And a, and a lot of times it's such a small, short period of time. Like you're doing all this within like six months um, or less, right? Like usually like bachelorette party, bridal part, bridal showers and all that stuff is all done within like a three to a couple, few months a lot of money for people to have to dish out especially in this economy right um so i'm always budget conscious in that regard and i just think it works better for yeah i just think it works better um for me because i've done it and i don't necessarily know that i want one i would one i would want to actually hire a wedding planner myself Okay. because i don't want to have to plan out but i but i'm also type a enough to where or (laughs) to where i kind of still feel like I need to be involved in everything, but I don't want to, right? Like the whole mm-hmm. point is for me to just kind of let it go and have a great time and enjoy it. And I think that's what people miss too sometimes about the actual wedding is all this planning. And sometimes you plan a wedding for a year, two years for like six hours. And then by the end of it, the bride and groom, if I don't, you know, if I'm not uh, making them eat, make sure they eat and have a good, like, you won't even, they won't even eat. You want it like they, there's people they don't even get the chance to see because there was just so much going on. I'm like, you kind of just miss yeah. um, a lot of that. So I will say either for me, it'd be a loaf or to have a small destination wedding. May I ask how long you were engaged before things broke off? Two years. Two years. Did you call it off? Uh, yeah, well, it was called off because he cheated. <laughs> so, yeah, so, yeah. you know, it was, it was done. It was done at that point. Um, I think that was stick a fork in it, but, uh, yeah, you know, so we were engaged probably to, uh, honestly, I feel like too long for the, you know, but I also wasn't planning on getting, like, I also didn't plan to be engaged, if that makes sense. So I didn't even know he was going to propose. Mm. um either um and so i wasn't necessarily prepared right like you know so it it took some time to kind of figure some stuff out and okay let's you know where we want to do it and this and this and that and you know we got to picking out the venue and putting down a deposit and everything so um yeah you know so i think so i feel like maybe that's a little bit the reason why too like eloping i'm like let's just you know yeah let's just go on a wednesday to the courthouse we can wear some cute little outfits you know, bring a witness call today. <laughs> it's just not that because I care more about our actual marriage mm-hmm. than that than the wedding. And maybe if we decide, I mean, I have a good actually the very first wedding that I did. Um, that wedding was they had been together seven years and then oh. decided to have a wedding, but they got married right at a high right when we graduated high school. And oh, so okay. seven years later, on their seventh anniversary, that's when they decided to have a wedding. So that's also option two, like a vow renewal at 10 years or something like, you know, you can always there's no there's no real rule. Right. Like rules to it. Um, and you can kind of just do it the way that you want to do it and what works mm-hmm. for you. Uh, what's the smallest wedding you ever planned? Ooh, um, maybe about 40, 50 people. Mm-hmm. like a 40 50 like church wedding which i don't even know why they i mean you really didn't even need a planner for that but you know i'll take it um <laughs> yeah i'm like fine whatever i mean the fee for that is a lot a lot uh less than you know 
a 300 person wedding but um yeah so that's probably this yeah that had to be the smallest yeah about four i think it was like 40 some it was like 44 people total i think when it was all said and done and what was your largest 350 yeah so i think it was yeah 350 so i've done pretty large i've done indian weddings i've done persian Mm -hmm. weddings um I've done African weddings, all are always very large, mm-hmm. very grandiose uh, weddings. Um, I've done weddings that had a $5,000 budget. I've done weddings that had over a $100,000 budget. Oof. Yeah, Indian weddings, um, a different Asian culture wedding. I mean, those they spend, Persian, that Persian wedding was about, I think that t- it was like $110,000 they spent. Goodness gracious. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I can't even. I, but culturally, they're culturally you can't do less, right? Because because there's it's the I gotta do this because our cousins, you know, they got married, or you know, my sister's kids that got married had this huge big wedding, and so it's it's all cultural and it's all very much so like keeping up with the Joneses for them, mm-hmm. um, and you know they're amazing 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 weddings though i mean they're so much fun and what i really do like about those the the more cultural weddings is kind of seeing the families kind of all come together mm-hmm. um because that's a really big part of it so um i do love that like that part of it is really cool because also too and to be honest with you those weddings are the couples that are still together because their families are so involved, but they're involved in the sense of we're here to make sure you guys make it. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know what I mean? So it's a different, um, it's a different reasoning uh, for it. So, you know, uh, if you want to spend $110,000 on wedding, fine. But a lot of the times the family's been saving up for years. Oh, yeah. For that occasion, especially like if it's the only daughter. <clears throat> yeah. If it's like the only daughter or the oldest daughter or something, it's always, you know, something kind of like that where mm-hmm. they've been saving up since she was, you know, 15. So, you know, here we are now. Um, and it's a big, and it's more of a to do, you know, well to do thing or a big to do because typically there's the bride is staying in their parents' home until they get married. So it's really like a traditional, um, you know, situation where it's like, we're doing this and, you know, we're passing her off to you to take care of her. Um, and her take care of you in her wifely ways. And um, so it's cool. Like I said, the cultural weddings are probably some of my, they're the most stressful, but they're definitely probably the most fun mm-hmm. um, and most beautiful ones that I've, that I've done as far as the uh, aesthetically. Oh. Hey, so Chrissy, with your um, job and like being able to talk to a lot of these couples, has there anything that you've taken away that you've used for your relationship to make sure that it grows and makes it? Check-ins. Um, you know, if I are you still happy? Do you still feel fulfilled? Is there anything that I could do to help kind of, um, if you have like goals in life, right? Like that I could help um, be better support um, to you. I'm big on check-ins. I'm like, I'm, I'm huge on that from past relationships and from just watching you know, different couples of like, just making sure like a temperature check of like, Hey, or how are we, how are we doing? But not just how are we doing, but how are you doing in this relationship? Do you feel like you are contributing the way that you would want to be, you know, or do you feel like your love languages are being, you know, met? Do you, you know, like those types of things are super important um, to me now, because I think that's kind of goes back to the original like conversations that aren't had mm-hmm. because 
Like I said, there's times when people just aren't even happy. You know what I mean? And they're not even happy with each other or they're not happy with themselves and what's going on in life. And that bleeds over into the relationship. Um, and so I think I've, that the check-in thing is probably the biggest thing that I've taken um, from it. All right. So Chrissy, first of all, we want to say thank you so much for taking time out to come and talk to us. But before we let you go, we have one last question that we ask all of our guests. And that question is, is marriage worth it? Yes. Yeah, it is worth it. <laughs> it's worth it. Um, my caveat is when it's done genuinely, um, when it's done with a purpose, um, when it's done with true unconditional love, um, it can be a really beautiful thing. You know what I mean? And I think you have to understand that you're going to go through some ups and downs and some, you know, and some rough patches and it's how you can be there for each other through those um, and understanding each other enough to know like, Hey, when I'm going through a rough patch, I need space. Or when I go through a rough patch, I need additional support or, um, and a lot of that is going to start with conversations from the very beginning. I'm, I'm a huge believer, like first date questions, you know, or put, or not even just questions, but just putting it all out there. Um, you know, hey, I need, I'm a person who needs reassurance and this is the reason why. You know, I'm a person who needs, the physical touch is a big deal to me because of this. Because um, you could have those conversations, right? Like physical touch is a big thing to me because I didn't get hugs and kisses a lot when I was growing up, right? Mm-hmm. And so you kind of get to understand why your partner is the way they are versus it just being like, you know, like you're like this and I don't like it. But it, once you kind of understand why they're like that, but yeah, so to, to, you circle back it's worth it but it has to be done right and it has to be done with true intention of forever and i think that's the part that people miss is the forever like this is the person that you're going to spend the rest of your life with make sure this is the person that you want to spend that this is the person you want to spend the rest of your life with all right um because the the, the goal is to only do it once if you do it more than once fine but um that's on you you know more money for me right <laughs> um but <laughs> do you have a third wedding discount <laughs> yeah right 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 like you get okay you're coming back great let's go ahead and I'll, I'll run you a 15 percent discount um yeah but that's that's the big thing like i said I, I feel like it is worth it i mean i saw my grandparents married for 53 years um and had one of the best relationships i could that i ever got to was blessed to witness for you know the 30 uh, 36 years that I've been here um, before my grandma passed. And, and I, you know, if I could do it, if people could duplicate it like that, then it's absolutely worth it. That was a really beautiful answer. So there you have it. It <laughs> is a yes from Chrissy. Is there anything that you would like to plug? Uh, no, just, you know, hey, uh, just, man, spread love, man, and just make sure you're asking the right questions and you and you really... And everything you do with intention um, and with knowing that when you move with love and you move with a genuine heart, you know, there's nothing that that you can't overcome. So that's my big thing. That's my, uh, thanks for coming to my TED talk. (laughs) Well, thanks for coming to our podcast. (laughs) Thank you. Thank you so much. 
You can follow us on TikTok, Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram at MarriageWorthIt. You can also email us at MarriageWorthIt at gmail.com. I'm Monique. And I'm Janelle. And this has been... Is Marriage Worth It?